five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of the Ready Set Poem Podcast, your premier podcast for the Toronto Defiant and the Vancouver Titans. I'm Chris at Life Force, joined virtually as always by Omni at Omni Strife. Missing in action, uh, just no showing us tonight. Uh, Jordan at Sir Dr. JM. Um, I mean, is it still no showing when he tells us he probably won't be here? It depends if you like, still expect him to, co- to come in. Well, I mean, his words were, hey guys, I might not be able to make it. Mm. So the, let me, you know, actually, I just confirm this because I don't think he actually said he he'd outright <laughs> well, wouldn't be here. Both of us kind of told him, yeah, there's that's a fine. chance I might bail. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. And I mean, you said fine. I never said fine. I told true, him his true. pay was getting cut. And as you can hear from my voice right now, I'm here practically uh, not not really healthy. And yet here I am. So. Mm-hmm. Jordan, so sacrificing body and throat is that? I'll I'll term? bet you there's probably still going to be an episode of the one one <laughs> one man watch my watch back podcast. Yeah, right? yeah that, that's well, kind of odd. Anyhow, uh, now we'll we'll make do without Jordan talking a little bit about about the Toronto Defiant and the Vancouver Titans because they were in action uh, this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, if you happen to be a fan of Canadian Overwatch teams, at least they were in action this weekend. I I don't want to. Uh, I mean, it, they weren't they didn't. They were different. I mean, I mean yeah, Toronto. exactly. Remember the good old days of the summer showdown where we were went into a show optimistic, looking to review actual dubs for both Canadian franchises. Well, yeah. today's not one of those days. No, but I mean, at least Toronto gave it, I mean, gave it a pretty solid effort in, in both days based on a perspective. E- well, we'll get into I'm it. I'm kind of more upset with Toronto than with Vancouver, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, Vancouver, Vancouver, Vancouver. Yeah. Um, well, against okay. the Glads, who knows how good they are now. And yeah, let, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, the rest of the Overwatch League, uh, you know, did some crazy stuff. Uh, APAC, they've moved into the Chengdu zone. Um, <laughs> what was it? Like, I think I saw um, a tweet come out um, that said, the only two heroes that did not get picked for play this weekend. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about like, you know, out of spawn type picks. Yeah. Uh, Bastion and Torb maybe. No, Torb got picked. Huh? Um, actually, I don't know who it was. Bastion. There was, there were Hog? only two. I know Bastion was one of them. No, Hog got picked. Huh? Yeah. La- <laughs> Kiriko. Oh. Uh, yeah. Kiriko did not get yeah. picked. No. No, you know what I like about these um, messy weeks? It's not even like how many uh, characters get picked, but the fact that we don't get mirrors. And and there were multiple instances where we had literal 10 different uh, uh, heroes at play at the same time. Not one single hero had a, a mirror on, on the other opposite end, which was really, really Junkrat. cool. Oh, Junkrat there we go. Yeah. Um, too bad, the, too bad. You know... I, it was a good weekend of, of overwatch. If anything, what we saw was, I think what many of us sort of envision as being possible. Um, there was somewhat of a mirror, like, especially at NA, but the mirror wasn't five, especially when Vancouver played like, (laughs) yeah, the mirror was like, 
I mean, yeah, sure. I, mean, there were, I shouldn't say it wasn't five. There were five V five mirrors, but the similarity was, was the, like the Anna or Zen and BAP sometimes. Yeah. BAP. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was essentially in the support, some Sombra, some maps were, were pure Sombra. Like, I mean, it was, but it was quite clear. It's like, there was a whole lot of uh, versatility and hopefully that continues the rest of yeah, the stage. Definitely not jotes. But uh, before we get into uh, the rest of the Overwatch League, what's going on with the world of Overwatch and Overwatch 2, we do need to talk about the Toronto Defiant and the Vancouver Titans. Moving the payload! Join me! So the Toronto Defiant got things underway for the two Canadian uh, teams uh, this weekend. Uh, And if you look at the scoreline of those two matches, I mean, spoiler alert, the Defiant lost 3-2 in each of the matches. Now you look at one of them and you'll say, how is that even possible? Mm -hmm. Right. I'll tell you why I think it's possible in a short moment, but on paper, a three, two result should not be as frustrating or as upsetting as it might've been to you. Should it not? Definitely not against Atlanta. Well, and you know, if I were to summarize, this was like a, hey, this was a good match. Atlanta simply capitalized on the mistakes that Toronto made. Sure. Toronto wasn't able to maybe capitalize <sighs> as effectively the few mistakes we saw out of Atlanta. But what is it that we got? It was a real good match. Two very right. even teams. Right. And I mean, that sort of lines up with how we had approached this matchup last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like to to begin with the the overarching theme here against Atlanta, I think in a lot of the maps, Hawk uh, played a little bit better than than Hadba did, uh, except for when uh, Hadba gets to play the Zarya, where he excels at, and and I like the look that Toronto put up with you know the Death Ballish uh, play mm-hmm. with, with the Reaper later, but like they started off in the pal and and. Atlanta, they they put up the Orissa. They came up the Orissa, yeah, and that was brand new uh, at the time. And and Hadba, like I said, played the Zarya, and while it was very you know closely contested, they had a, a speedy Lee also, I think, on on the Echo, which was kind of an odd look. Uh, but it, it it was not necessarily like. A blowout for any team, of course, but Village looked kind of bad for for uh, um, Toronto. And I think that the the key here is that nobody really uh, were able, nobody was really able to push out the Orissa. The Orissa kind of <laughs> asserted her, herself on the point, and uh, yeah, the, the Orissa might at that point. I thought, well, it, it might be a viable pick here, and. Uh, well, we we actually did see quite a bit of Arisa over the course right, of the weekend, right. but where we where I found that the Arisa was more dominant was on on control, where right. there's a, a a point as to which Arisa can go and occupy space on, and use the thickness, you know, yeah, like in the old old world, yeah. So she throws up a shield, and she, you know, all she can do is poke. Yeah. Now she brawls, and I. I honestly feel that that was the single difference here i mean we, we're getting different looks like we had uh, hisu playing on the uh sombra a, a fair amount here right. uh finale i think uh we've had finale on what the, the tracer uh for the most part yeah on the pal um, hisu i think was out actually he came back on paraiso 
which was a, a kind of an interesting thing, I think, that, or or not? Was it? No, I think it was Hisu because. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Sorry, he just didn't play on his uh, comfort picks, really. Yeah, no, not not here. Um, the his sober was okay, but like it yeah. felt to me like there was a number of times where Finale was like he was engaging both Ultraviolet and Vigilante mm. and occupying them but getting no value. He wasn't able to get those sticks. Um, he wasn't able to get the picks themselves. And while yes, both ultraviolet and vigilante are occupied, the remaining Toronto defiant players weren't able to do anything, uh, to return like that distraction drop a DPS. You, I don't know if they had the, the damage output to go in and take down Hawk, mm-hmm. uh, especially with your tracer, not there, but it just felt to me that Toronto's approach was death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. Right. Like, and they just weren't getting enough uh, up to the, the thousand point to, to actually get, get value. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that was kind of the story in these uh, first two maps, I'd yeah. say. Well, and I mean, when we go into, Parizo, I mean, it was, it was very much, yeah, more of the same. We did see the Hisu adjustment to, to Ash mm-hmm. for a bit. Um, I think he was actually somber here as well. But where I felt that Toronto just sort of overall went wrong, uh, was playing almost defensively, passively. Like they were, it was like they were so afraid that, that Atlanta would get that first pick and they'd have to reset. Yes. That they they simply allowed the clock to go like it. I get that. Okay, well, Chris, the difference here is they get the first pick, they reset, they're gonna they lose clock anyway. Yeah, but you know, in the words of Wayne Gretzky, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah, this is one of those maps that if you take too long to to get assertive, uh, that that clock really bites back, and I, I think they didn't get like into the club. Um, I think they were stopped outside of Lucius Club, right? Yeah, they, they were, were stopped outside, and then and and with that like beginning, a lot of teams get deflated on their defense if if they do start first on attack, and I feel like they played even worse on defense. I think they just you know got got pushed off the point, and they didn't look they they look kind of deflated here. Uh, like you said, their their collective uh, I don't know if you can call it like team body language. Uh, mm-hmm. on the map itself wasn't looking great. They were like hiding, they were retreating, nothing looked there there wasn't like anything that would say, well, there might be a play coming up. There might be some some sort of uh pushback and and yeah, that that was the case. Well, there I mean there was a moment on on defense where where Hisu uh, I think had been was on the Sombra was on the, the first point. Um and in an attempt to go and, and hack, uh, I think it was uh, Ultraviolet, uh, gets himself slapped oh. and then deleted, and that that was essentially, oh, we've we've won, we've taken the point now. That's like painful. it was, I get that that was the engagement, but you also had Hotball on the Diva, um, and so his his ability to come up and do much about it was was non-existent. Like he was ultimately trying to defense Matrix to yep. to buy time to do the the translocator, but, uh, to no avail. Um, but you look at the difference in the attack where Toronto was just sort of, you know, taking their sweetheart, uh, our time. I was about to say a word that'll probably get the podcast censored. Um, Atlanta was just pedal to the metal. Yeah. 
and in their face you know all the time yeah the, the whole time yeah um and then the result speaks for itself it was a very quick first two rounds uh i wasn't very confident that there'd be any like hope going forward luckily i was proven wrong circuit royale it, it's a funky map there are some funky maps in overwatch 2 in this season like uh circuit royale is, is one that you can get your mojo back and and Maybe now with Hadbai, he's playing the Sig. Um, you know, you, you get some sniper's luck because you have the Widow in. Might be able mm-hmm. to turn the tide. And it li- did look pretty good. They started on attack. I think they capped it. They had all like over five minutes on the clock, which is what you want to have because that, you know, uh, chicane is, is brutal or or a U-turn or whatever you want to call it. Hairpin, I think, is the proper term. Hair, hairpin hairpin turn, turn. Yeah, upwards. In, yeah. All of those. All of the above. Yeah. Um, and it did get a lot of the clock, you know, down, uh, but Toronto, they didn't give up. Like they looked much better this time around. I I think we saw Sojourn for the first time. Yeah, we did. And like the way Toronto played though, was very aggressive. Like, yeah, maybe there was the comfort pick with hot bub back onto a a Sigma. Um, he was superior to Hawk in the, in that, in that role in that particular case. Um, but this, this aggressive play by Toronto, caused Atlanta to have so many problems trying to not only mm. slow the attack until they got inside inside. It's always it, easier. It, yeah. I mean, it, the spawn advantage and the fact that you, you lose the lanes for snipers. Yeah, it's literally like a funnel. Yeah. Um, but then when you look at the, the Atlanta attack, Atlanta was having to invest two, three ultimates yeah. to win fights that, they should have won. Like there was on the on the first sort of uh, checkpoint. Right. I think there was um, like a nano blade there in Vestor. I don't know if it was a nano, but yeah, there was definitely it, a blade. There was a, yeah, there was a blade. I think that we saw the um, flux as well. Flux, yeah. Like there was you you Atlanta was putting in you know so much value just to get that like point five yeah. meters they needed. And I'm not suggesting that they they hold those back, and they because you, you I get the understanding that oh they win the team fight they get the checkpoint there's mm-hmm. value in there yeah. there's a trade off if they were to lose that fight and reset well now they lose all of the real estate but also progress. lots of time was wasted and and Nero and yeah. Kai didn't look too hot on that uh, on their push and you know Toronto where is it that they succeed we've said it all season long it's with confidence and this particular map seemed to light a little bit of a fire under them um, because when we get into Coliseo next, now we start to see them pounding play aggressive. Like um, was it finale on the Reaper? Um, yes. I think that's when we saw uh, the, the great synergy you can have from the hot bazaar and the finale Reaper. Yeah. Like get it was two men wrecking ball crew. Sorry for the wrecking yeah, ball uh, when there was no wrecking ball, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, you would think the way we're describing this, oh, Toronto won this definitively. No. Mm, yeah. I mean, it was back and forth, but you could you could sense like, okay, it doesn't really matter how much progress the rain get. Toronto is going to go and get that more. much more, yeah. right? It, it it required the ultimately the spawn advantage to turn the tide for the rain, whereas Toronto was able to actually win fights. Without it. Sure. 
And I mean, I, heck, I mean, the Toronto Defiant didn't even have to go <clears> in and, you know, push it to a point in overtime. They just simply kept on pushing the payload <laughs> until the clock they just ran killed out. everyone around and it's all good. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's an interesting way to play this game mode. Yeah. Maybe Vancouver should try it sometime. Yeah. I mean, if they were watching and taking notes, um, well, you know, to get to Coliseo, you have to actually get to map four. That's true. That's true. So, so now we're tied two two. Toronto's got the mo, and we are on Ilios. Mm. And I, I don't know where all that confidence went. Yeah, I, something about this speedily echo is, is kind of understated. Um, it seems like when Hawk is on that diva uh, and there's like two crazy harassing heroes flying about Toronto is not able to play uh, what they're accustomed to. And it wasn't very close on. Well, unfortunately, well, the flying heroes, like really what was the counter that Toronto had? Not much. Like, and, and it right? was there even was, worse. It wasn't a true counter. Yeah, they, they had the tracer, which is kind of a counter for, for the, the echo in a way. But and they also had I, I I guess the Twilight Anna, which brings me to the next point. When they went to Ruins, he switched off onto the Zen, I guess, to kind of mitigate what Hawk was able to do. And Hawk was going bonkers uh on Elias, both on well and even more so on Ruins, like he was just carrying, you know, the load for his team. Uh, unfortunately, I, I had a smiley face in the comments. He diffed hardball on anything that's not, not a Zarya or or a Sigma in this map, and it's a it's a very sad ending to what was a pretty competitive uh, battle. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, coming back from an O two is always uh, uh, commendable, and and Atlanta is a good team. It's kind of like the reverse feelings that I got from their uh, next match. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm upset that Toronto loses, but I mean, these, these are, I mean, in, as far as the standings are concerned, these teams are neck and neck, right? Like the Atlanta rain are currently one point ahead of the Toronto defiant. Like it's not as if there is a, a significant difference between sure. the two. This is, this is, this is sort of as expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some concerns simply because I now wonder if Toronto has the ability to adapt with the no meta meta. Um, sure. But, you know, there's there's some more overwatch within the countdown cup to to see, to to understand if they can figure something out that works well enough for them. So let's talk a little bit about that, uh, <clears throat> that next matchup. So the Toronto Defiant, having lost against the Atlanta Reign, uh, they get to take on the, uh, the New York Excelsior. Who were what like fourteen and uh, three and and sixteen at, at uh, coming into this match? Yeah, and the the New York Excelsior. I mean, we talked a little bit about it last week. Yeah. Um, they are they they the only thing that to prevented them from uh, being eliminated uh, from the uh, playoff plans was math. And that hey, might no, still be the case. Don't underestimate math. It's it's pretty pretty strong. True, true that. Um, and if you happen to watch the first two maps, you would agree. Um, 
Toronto was dominant. The clear better, you know, superior team, clearly better. Um, I mean, starting off on Oasis, um, there was a, a couple moments where, okay, New York uh, got a few picks, uh, but it, it, you never had that feeling that Toronto was going to lose. It was just how long will New York win? And could it be that New York could just have a miracle? No. Um, I mean, all we saw was Kellen on, on Winston. Hmm. They were getting no value. Um, I think Hotbo was on the Zarya, yeah. if I recall. Yeah, he was. Um, right? Like it, Especially when Kellen ju- jumped off the map at the start. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Alting Monkey off the map. Um, <laughs> it happens. It happens. Been there, yeah. done that. To the best of them. Yeah. And to the worst yeah. of them. Yeah. Uh, but again, like what we were seeing from Toronto was what we had expected from them against New York. Uh, Kings Row, more the same. I mean, Kings Row, at one point, I think. Toronto was spawn camping with like the oh, payload not yeah. even the around the corner yet. Death ball push from Hod by the finale, especially at the start, was quite impressive. Like, not yeah, they were speed running pretty much. Well, they had, I, I, I mean, I, I'm guessing here, but there was like like almost three minutes on the clock by the time they got the payload. Like that's like you might be saying, well, why are you speed running through this this match? This is great. Yeah, I don't know what Toronto didn't do well until this point everything was working for them yeah so can you explain to me what the heck happened on dorado okay so (laughs) kind of like circuit royale dorado is one of those you know you know there's this meme with with um professor mcgonagall and she's saying well why is there that there's always why is it that when there's always trouble it's you three and there's mm-hmm. Harry, Hermione, and, and uh, I don't know w- w- which one is the third map, but definitely Dorado is one of those uh, naughty, naughty little maps with Circuit Royale where, where stuff just gets funky. Um, and I don't know. They, they put in Winston. Uh, sorry, they put in Muse to play to Winston. It makes sense. I, makes sense. I get that that makes sense. That's Winston your Winston map. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, okay, it's a Winston map, but, like, and I mean – Chirong and him did a very good job pushing the payload into that courtyard phase with all the piñatas. Everything looking pretty good. And that quick, easy and clean push to first just grinds to a slow and messy push towards second. And I don't know what happened. Flora finds his groove, especially on, on, you know, the the high ground there with the ash. And Toronto, maybe, you know, with, with... being up 2-0 against NYXL, they're like, okay, well, we'll get him next time. And on defense, you know, it, it, they did chop off some time on the initial push, but NYXL and Flora, they keep the heat on. And and keep mm-hmm. keep that phrase in mind because that's, that's going to be a pattern going forward. And likewise, Toronto seems to be a bit off and slow. Yeah. Well, so I, I am... We should also point out, although came in here as well for finale. Right. Um, and uh, if you've not noticed this before, uh, if you go to the Overwatch League website and look at all those picture, um, apparently, uh, although is just KDG. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's the picture of KDG. It is, uh, and it's not like a Photoshop or anything. Maybe it's KDG just was in it. That's why the, the, the result was. <gasps> yeah, the plot. The, so tr- I can't imagine Toronto's pulling a justice and had Bill from finance. No, but like, it, 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 to your point, 
yeah, it's New York. You know, let's we've we've got some Fine. guys that yeah, haven't been in. Yeah. Sure. Okay, I, I understand. And maybe if you're going, this is the map. You're up two zero. Like you're not yeah, going to lose yeah. this. Yeah. But it. it yeah, I don't know and, and, if it gave them confidence or it boomed. Like I felt Toronto was boomed after this. I don't think that they thought they would play so poorly. As time progressed, you're absolutely right. Like going into Coliseo, I see them back on the Zarya Reaper. You know, hot in. Well, that's that's it. They're gonna, they're gonna finish this right. And and well, Flora finally got like confident. He started hitting his shots all the time, and they're they're not just packing heat. They're they're scorching. And Toronto are kind of look warm. And oh, and by the way, there's also Yaki who who woke up on the tracer uh, doing mm-hmm. his thing. Because finally, you know, when when Flora, Mario DPS is hitting his uh, shots, well, guess what happens to to the second DPS? It can now operate a bit more s- smoothly. Uh, that's what happened to Dal- Dalton, for example, when when they brought in Shockwave. Kind of a throwback to to the past. And Toronto, what the hell, like. They never got the gap down, uh, like you mentioned in, in those in the other Colosseo uh, map with Atlanta. That that was kind of the opposite story. Whatever mm-hmm. Toronto were able to achieve, New York just did it better, pushed farther. Uh, it didn't look good at all. Um, Toronto looked disorganized. Yeah, and, and like, you, this the is shot not what, wasn't there. Yeah, this is not what you want to be looking like uh going to a map five for a potential uh, re- reverse sweep yeah um i also want to uh share that every time that new york won a map i kid you not that kellen looked shocked <laughs> like if you look at the face cam and it's like when it's like it's like a you know that quick sort of sit back yeah, eyes yeah, wide no, for a bit like, like it i mean it could just be the way the lighting was yeah. or or what have you but <laughs> Yeah, we used to jump the- off the map. Look at us now. <laughs> <laughs> he evolved over yeah, three exactly. maps. So Nepal, Nepal, Toronto, Toronto was boned, and you had you had Kellen just like feasting. They looked like fearless or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know the the Oasis Kellen. He no longer is around. It's it's Nepal Kellen. He's like, Nepal is, Kellen, he's hungry. This is not even my final form. And, and <laughs> something was terribly off with Toronto. I mean, okay. Do we do we start talking about general? Well, let's not talk about general yet. They looked pretty poor. 99-0 to New York. They got barely some cap in OT. They win some... They get to 99, but then New York Excel, again, went out. They did just want to win it. And sag them. I, I just didn't write anything outside of an oof and reverse sweep from the NYXL. And this is where I'm going to bring it up. Toronto Defiance, 10 and 10, 41 and 41, zero map differential. Like, this is the most mid-team imaginable with not a mid-budget. And this is where... Like I, I'm bringing back to the point where I'm more upset with with Toronto, especially coming off of you know midseason madness and the success that that we finally uh, saw there as, as as Toronto fans, and now going back to this team where something is not right in the head. Apparently, like like I I can't point to anything else. Like why is a team that has these talented players is getting reverse swept by 
NYXL. Why? Uh, I don't have the answer. I bet you if I did have the answer, then we might be more than just podcasters. Yeah, probably. No, probably. I, I, I agree with you. It's difficult to disagree. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I look at these two matches that they've played. If they had been reverse swept by Atlanta Rain, it would have hurt. Yeah. They came I don't back know what there the pain, for sure. Yeah, I don't know what the pain is when when NYXL is the team that that, that beats you, right? Like it it hurt more, and you know, thankfully for Toronto, um, I found something that hurt even worse um, a little bit later in the weekend. Yeah, but you know, as we look ahead, Toronto doesn't have itself a pretty, you know, easy path. I mean, sure, yeah, but- they've got a an easyish opponent this weekend. Um, Titans and Mayhem and Outlaws, right? Yeah, um, and they also have the Shock. Oh, where? <laughs> That's this weekend. Uh, right, 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 right. Um, yeah, not not great, not great. No. Uh, so if you're the Toronto Defiant, like you needed, you can't be giving up a win against like you. you that's that's not a that's just not possible. Like, you're you're now you're you're playing team. Yeah, you, they had controlled their destiny because honestly, I never considered in a million years NYXL would beat them. Yeah, me neither. I mean, well, the shocker Owen too. So <laughs> there's that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's not not great, not not a great yeah. look. Well, continuing on the weekend, Vancouver was also in action. Sure. Vancouver took on the the London Spitfire in their uh, their first matchup. And uh, if you happen to watch the first uh, map, you'd be like, hey, I remember this Vancouver That's team. That's a nice look. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like, oh, look, cool. We're seeing um, uh, Mirin. That's that's okay. I mean, I get it. You're playing the uh, the Doom. Yeah. Um, okay. Kairipa um, as well. I'm like, huh? Well, I mean, I, he, I get that on the on the Anna. More flexible, um, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not, that part doesn't drive me nuts. But yeah. you're looking at... You're looking at this Vancouver team on on Busan, and and you're like, yeah, yeah, and, and London are by all means a, a much better team. They're like up on Vancouver by what two, three tiers, and Vancouver, I in Sanctuary especially, I wrote, okay, Vancouver might have another goodish meta for them. I mean, mm-hmm. Mirror Doom is good. We all know that. Aspire and Tracer, gold. You're mm-hmm. you're good there. You can do better. I wasn't sure about King Sombra, but it didn't look too shabby on this first map. Vancouver well, he, looked good. My note was is that he just he, he's not top tier. No, like he, of course not. You you lo- you're losing a little king here with him on Sombra. I don't think he's top tier on anything, to be honest. But if he's no, but like his, I mean, sort of, I mean, his top tier. Like this is your oh his trade off his okay, individual. H-I-S, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did we That's see him on Sombra before? Wording. Uh, no, mm. not not because there's never. I mean, if he he, he maybe he's great on Sombra. I just yeah, may, maybe tier two. Um, but then I think like the ta- downtown map is it called? I'm not sure. The second map is where it was really interesting. Uh, Hadi he stepped off the Hammond onto the Winston, and then I was like, oh no, it's it's getting rough. Vancouver, you know, they were kept at bay. They couldn't even touch the point. But suddenly, like a good mirror play, they they flip at zero to ninety nine, and lo and behold, and then they ho- hold, hold ooh, it forever. They they looked awesome. Aspire doing tracer magic like he's sometimes able to do. Great combat. Well, it's, inter- 
it's also interesting <laughs> that once they flip the point, Mir is now able to play much more aggressively well, yeah. and, and, you know, get that alt charge, um, get that damage charge. And that was missing until they got the, the point. Like once they were able to go and then become sure. the aggressor, they were much, much better off. But again, we, we saw a lot of this out of Vancouver last stage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So we get onto Parizo where, I mean, I didn't think they did too poorly right. until they decided it was uh, call of Overwatch. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, do we talk about the C9 now? <laughs> Is it a C9 when, like, I mean, it, I it's, guess. It's, listen, so, listen, they got like three picks, right? They, they, did. they got <laughs> they three won, out of they won the They won the team fight. Exactly. And it's not like it was the Sombra who back caps you. It was Shax <laughs> on the Tracer, I think. Oh, was it Shax? I thought it was Landon. But but the, if you watch the the, the uh, end... Like Hottie's back there too. He's he's stalling. He he didn't let uh, our support yeah, come in, out. He was holding he's in off. Spawn. Yeah, right. So the, like this is the thing. The only two players London has left are currently escorting the payload. It's such a weird thing, right? Like a quarter of the way to completion. <laughs> I can't imagine. Like uh, who was it uh, back there? It was uh, Aspire Mirror. And probably the second DPS, and they were like looking at each other. Yeah, we won the fight. Yeah, like, yeah, where's yeah, the yeah. payload? What's going on? <laughs> oh, God, it was, <laughs> and like, oh, I was. I'm watching this, and I'm like, oh no, no. Painful, I mean, it's just, oh, I mean, it, it's it's one thing if you know, and this we see this happen from time to time, where you're, it's so close, you moved a little further yeah. away, and they just get that meter, a few meters. I called it an oopsie niner. Yeah, I mean... And it was like, you know, it was heavily contested. It, it didn't feel like, you know, both teams were too far apart on attack as well. Um, London, they were putting up one hell of a defense. Vancouver did finally cap first, uh, but too much time went off the clock. Yeah, it was, it was clock. Yeah, clock got to them. And, you know, yeah. it's it's a 1-1, but, but it's a good fight. And then comes... Probably the only map where Vancouver didn't didn't really play uh, all that well. Hey, what are you talking about? We got to see Aspire on uh, Widow click a couple of heads. And that's true. That's true. And that's probably the only then, reason they were able to to get out of uh, you know the first phase. And we did see Poco, which is kind of cool. Yeah, but uh, you know, this is what I, I mean. I could I could very well be completely misremembering here. But it feels to me like Vancouver and Junkertown this season have been mad, real bad mojo. You might like be Vancouver right. get, you know, Vancouver can't get out of spawn. And if they finally do, there's absolutely no clock left. Or they get out of spawn, die, lose a fight, spawn camped until they go into yeah. oblivion. Like it just, it was, it was discombobulated. And I actually genuinely wonder why. If you were going to go and, I mean, I guess maybe you're playing who's got you the first map win, who you got on the stage. But, like, this didn't seem to me to be a Doom map. Probably not. Right? So, I mean, we've, we've seen some adequate mm. play out of False on Azaria previously, a Diva. Also, don't like which the, I think, the Moira look here. No, but but I, I feel like I'm not I'm not knocking Mir. Mir wasn't the problem, but it just felt to me like... They have bought into Mir as their tank. That's it. Doesn't seem like False will ever come back in, and maybe False shouldn't come back in. I don't know, 
but I mean, it, maybe for a Zarya pick here and there. Uh, well, that's why it's like in this. If, if, if this is a map, I feel that they could have done that on. Sure, Sigma um, maybe right? as well. Uh, right, they had, give yourself the tank flexibility to actually have true tanks as opposed to the DPS tanks. Yeah, I, I think then that when they have mirror in their style changes more so than whichever tank they're playing because he's very like in your face kind of tank kind of how they were able to to get still win busan is by him being you know in your back lines your your tank flanker almost yeah i don't um, know also aztec he didn't play at all in in this map it was he like unavailable or something i'm not really sure what's going uh, who knows not like their defense was a de- decent effort uh but nope but not the, enough no attack not doesn't matter how well you defend if you right, can't attack. Right. Um, ah, and Coliseo. Coliseo. Oh. Hey, we got to see Amir Arissa. I think that also, I, I wrote, I, I I was proven wrong, but I, I thought it, the, the Chadi Ryan was finally contained by Mirarissa, but it didn't happen. All, all it, all it, it did look contained. Good. It looked good. Well, no, but like the problem was, is the containment was how he just throws his shield up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, shift. Yeah. Right. Like the it, it slowed the Hottie Ryan. Like mm-hmm. the Hottie Ryan is you know W key M one. Yeah. We saw a lot more right click here. <sighs> Push. The more I think about it, is is kind of weird in a way. Like it's such a long map. What, what's the like full time bank? Is it seven I mean, minutes. It's like a, I think it's ten minutes now. Oh. And, used, and I think it used to be seven. So it's in, like because the Vancouver Titans, you know, actually had a very led solid. for most of it, right? And it doesn't matter. Because well, cause they, they got a good lead in the first two, two and a half right. minutes, but then Linda would just bring it back. Yeah, and, and that's all Vancouver, you have like, to do until it matters, right? And once it mattered, Vancouver, they had no response to really the Reinhardt. Yeah, it was close. Right? Like, like Reinhardt took up space, dealt a lot of damage. It may look nice, but you're right, you're right. Yeah. It was a good map, like good effort. It's a close 3-1, I, I guess, if you can call it that. And that's why I think... Still, like Vancouver performed uh, better this week uh, than Toronto. Like, given this really? was the only match I was going to say, like week. Vancouver. F- yeah, okay, 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 okay. I was there was say, no yeah, there was other match. matches played this not week at all. for Vancouver. No, they just so. no, no. I mean, they no. they chose to forfeit. That was the respectable forfeit way. To what? Go. There was no other uh, scheduled games, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but in that <laughs> hypothetical world where there was a scheduled match. Um, if you happen to miss the Los Angeles Gladiators Vancouver Titans match, yeah. uh, if you happen to be a fan of the Titans, don't watch it. If you happen to be a fan of the Gladiators, just watch the highlights. Mm. I, I mean, they used to be good, right? The, these uh, Gladiators, like the the purple team. Yeah, they used to be good. They used to be good. They used to be. They're. I don't think they're good anymore. Husbands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like. The 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 worst thing about this this entire matchup is encapsulated in Dorado, because Los Angeles had, had first attack. The actual match was longer than the highlights package. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know what Vancouver could do against the Glads. The Glads were the the superior team here, but it, it, you were just. You were getting embarrassed every which way to Sunday. I mean, hell, the the Glads were trotting out Hog, um, 
they had uh, Winston. Like, I mean, it's just ugh. yeah, you got Reiner back on on good picks. You know, the Junker Junker Queen wasn't wasn't a hot look for him. But before that, everyone was you know. Uh, hey, the Titans tried to bring Junker Queen back in the meta. They tried. <laughs> they tried. They tried to do many yeah. things. Um, but but I mean, it, I don't know what to say. The Vancouver Titans just absolutely sucked. Yeah. Well, you know it's also you know, good. Kepster is pretty good. Yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, I think, I think they're mad. I think they're mad, and I think they're back. Like, do you have them in your uh, crystal ball picks? I don't think I have. Um, do I actually? Uh, who did I pick? Yeah. Uh, I did. Yes. I I went with my my trusty four. <laughs> The same same four I picked every 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 darn stage. Um, if you happen to be a Vancouver Titans fan, though, uh, the only thing keeping them in the picture is math at this point. Uh, it did not help that they lost both of their matches. It was even worse that the Boston Uprising chose winning. Yeah, that, that's that's a weird one, but they looked good as well. So probably. Yeah, I mean, it, it, all all that has to happen at this point. And is anyway, Vancouver Excel to well. lose. <laughs> Boston to win, Vancouver, uh, you were done. Enjoy your your final, you know, few matches, and uh, see you in twenty twenty three. Yep. But uh, there are some more matches this weekend for both Toronto and Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver and Toronto both play two. Uh, Vancouver gets things underway on Friday, one thirty p.m. Pacific, against the Dallas Fuel. Oh, that's an easy uh, one. Vancouver will lose. Uh. Toronto is playing the uh, San Francisco Shock on uh, Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. This matchup, if I had not watched this past weekend, I may think, oh, hey, Toronto has a chance. Yeah. Now, I have doubts. But the thing is, I also saw the San Francisco Shock this weekend. Yeah. And I don't know what to make of it. So the question is, who's better, the 0-2 San Francisco Shock or the NYXL right now? <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's hard. Um, I kind I to me, I give it to Pedigree at this point. And I would say the Shock, but if we get the Toronto that played against Atlanta, the way the Shock are playing, I think Toronto wins. If we get the Toronto that played against NYXL for two maps, Toronto wins. I agree. It's just those three maps against NYXL give me a whole lot of pause. Yeah. Um, but the other matchup is Vancouver and Toronto in a second battle of Canada. That's on Sunday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, where Toronto will beat the Titans. Yeah, I think so. Like, I don't, Toronto could be the worst team in the league. They'll beat the Titans. Hey. And that's. I'm not trying to pull Toronto down here. Toronto is the better team. Toronto's going to get the win. I got no faith. <sighs> Who? Okay, I, I'll give you that. I do think that the Titans have more shot to beat Toronto than they have against Dallas. <laughs> okay, I would agree. But like single-digit percentages here? I'd say... 6535 Toronto. Hmm. That's a l- I'm being generous. Lot less, 
was gonna say that's a lot less lot less confident that Toronto <clears throat> wins than I. I mean, I got it for me. It's like ninety five five. Oh no no no! Why? Oh, Why? The Titans. The Titans. What they lost to? Who might be the best team right now? That's it's how they're losing. They didn't lose that badly to uh, London. Okay, let me ask you this. London versus Toronto. What's the score right now? 3-2 uh, London. Okay. Okay, so it might be a 3-1 or a 3-2. Yeah, I, I you know, I'm I'm willing to give Vancouver a map. I am I'm willing it's to give hard Vancouver to say a map right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it definitely I mean, I, uh, like if ter- like <laughs> Toronto losing is a bigger upset than Vancouver winning. Sure. That's, I mean, you say, Chris, yeah. same thing. So who's better as well uh, between Vancouver and NYXL? <laughs> you see? Based it's, on it's, this weekend, it's, it's got to be NYXL. But, I mean, prior to this weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did have, like, a, a win against a team that's better than them, right? Right. True. Anywho, um, if you happen to be in Vancouver, uh, you can actually go to a Battle of Canada watch party. Um, they'll be hosting at uh, the sports bar here in Vancouver. Tickets uh, vary in price, gets you food. The most expensive one gets you a hoodie and a VIP meet and greet and all that jazz. Um, what's interesting is that Toronto doesn't have anything announced as of yet. And what why I say that's interesting is that in a conversation that we had had prior to the summer showdown, uh, tournament. Um, I had mentioned how, oh, we're really looking forward to the Battle of Canada. And it was expressed like, yeah, so where we have got some pretty cool stuff wh- to whipped up. And I just presumed there would be Battle of Canada parties. Sure. Yeah. But there's only one watch party right now. So I don't know what, they, what they're cooking up Maybe outside of a Toronto s- win. Still resting after the big events. So, <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's everything that's going on in the world of the Vancouver Titans and the Toronto Defiant. We're going to take a little short break before we dive into the fray. So as we look at the uh, week uh, that was, uh, things got underway on a Thursday when the Boston Uprising beat the Houston Outlaws 3-1. Yep. Uh, thanks for blowing uh, my pick them there, Boston. <laughs> right there. Um, Dallas Field beat the Washington Justice 3-1. The Atlanta Reign, as we already know, beat the Toronto Defiant 3-2 into the East. The uh, Chengdu Hunters beat the Hangzhou Spark 3-1. The Seoul Dynasty did uh, everyone a favor and gave them free tokens by beating the Los Angeles <laughs> Valiant 3-0. Back to the West, the London Spitfire beat the Paris Eternal 3-1. The mm-hmm. Los Angeles Gladiators beat the Florida Man 3-1. And then, as we already know, the Toronto Defiant lost to the New York Excelsior in a reverse sweep. Lost us tokens. Oh, sure, did they ever. Um, out East, the Seoul Dynasty. How about this beat one? The Shanghai Dragons <laughs> three Overwatch. Sheesh. I don't like if if anyone got the full three points out of this match. A typo can happen. Yeah. 
Sure. <laughs> uh, the Chengdu Hunters beat the Guangzhou Charge 3-2. And then the LA Valiant beat the Philly Fusion 3-2. I mean, every time I, I bet against the Valiant, in a, okay, there's a possibility here. They go in and they, they pull out a way to get some points. These players um, literally don't have, like, money for food right now. I don't know how they're pulling this off. <laughs> The Atlanta Rain beat the New York Excelsior 3-0. The Dallas Shield beat the Paris Eternal 3-0. The Houston Outlaws beat the San Francisco Shock 3-1. And as we already know, the Los Angeles Gladiators beat the Vancouver Titans <coughs> 3-0 and got me three points. Plus tokens. Thank you. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and then, uh, oh, I guess I, I had skipped uh, uh, the East uh, uh, there. but oh, uh, Dragons losing again. Yeah. Oh, and then, yeah, I skipped the Saturday where the London beat Vancouver, Washington beat Shock. That was a shock. <laughs> and then uh, the Uprising 3 Overwatch, the, the Mayhem. But yeah. Um, charge beating the Dragons. It's like everything's up and everything's down, but neither is up and down. Yeah. So uh, looking ahead to this weekend. Uh, out east, uh, you've got the Seoul Dynasty taking on the Chengdu Hunters, the Philly Fusion taking on the Shanghai Dragons. I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> out west, you've got the Glad Spitfire Titans Fueled Shock Defiant. You then go back on the weekend to Hangzhou Spark, Shanghai Dragons, Chengdu Hunters versus the LA Valiant, and the Guangzhou Chargers, the uh, Seoul Dynasty. Out west, London Spitfire, Dallas Fuel, New York Excelsior, Washington Justice, Atlanta Rain, San Francisco Shock. And then uh, on Sunday, it's uh, Charge Fusion, Spark Valiant, and out uh, Wested, Excelsior Gladiators, Rain Justice, Titans Defiant. I'm obviously going to say we're all going to be watching the Battle of Canada, because why not? Double points. Uh, your token matches out of the West are Glad, Spitfire, Shock, Rain. And in the East, it happens to be the uh, what you, sorry, Dynasty Hunters and Spark Dragons, double points being Charge Fusion. I could, I honestly, when I look at this weekend, Is there see the the, the problem? Is there a ma- there's a really compelling matchup here? I I I, I would have said London Dallas looks nice. I, well, I was also going to say London LA, but now that we've seen LA LA London still being London, it's not as of a compelling matchup in my mind. Yeah, London it's a weekend of Overwatch fine. action. Yeah. Um, what else is going on uh, in the league? Well, uh, Pickums, and uh, unfortunately, the East really uh, hurt me last uh, weekend. Oh, I only got uh, me. I only got five points out of the East and West. Uh, in the West, I got uh, twenty-one. I got twenty out of the West, eleven out of the East. Yeah, the. I mean, Shanghai did me dirty twice. Um, the fact that the Valiant got a win. The fact that the Philadelphia Fusion can lose to the Valiant, but then beat yeah, the Spark. Kevin is like, just killing it throughout. You know, most of the year is going to take it all, I think, on the Ready Set Pawn uh, yeah. leaderboard for sure. So, and I mean, conversely, when you look at the West, the, I did the shot cost me points, the Defiant cost me points. Yeah. Jordan is doing pretty well. He's second right now for the Countdown Cup. Yep. Maybe that's why he didn't show up. Yeah, it's just boasting. Thinks he's too good for us. Out, you know, spending his points on who knows what. Yeah. If you were a fan of Patty Fan, he is no longer with the Los Angeles Gladiators. Um, mutually agreed to go different directions. Um, not sure. Yeah. There's some spe- up. 
speculations but, that it's tied to like a lingering wrist injury. I don't know. Mm. Unfortunate if that's the case. Yeah. It's been pretty good. Um, yeah. I mean, he, he was, I don't like, there was no real issue that was you know visible yeah. in his play, at least this season. So, and then uh, beyond that, um, well, guess what? There's a, a little bit of uh, overwatch two news. Uh, just, a, just a bit. I mean, I, one overwatch one is going to go offline uh i want to say when we record the next episode is it no 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 sorry when we record the next episode overwatch 2 will be out it'll be the day before we record the next episode kind of sad thinking about it now well you saw that in game it's got the og hero background nostalgic yeah but um we we got the story for Kiriko. We've got the video for um, the you know, free to play transition. Uh, you know the amp yeah, up launch trailer. trailer as well. Yeah. How about the defense um, matrix initiative? So I I am I'm genuinely curious how how this will be received. But uh, for those that don't know, the defense matrix <laughs> initiative is intending to take what is going to now be a free to play game and to strengthen the security processes yeah. to prevent problems so first and Keep foremost them kids SMS, in check i call it yeah is sms protect <laughs> um essentially you need a verified phone number on your BattleNet account to be able to play um there are ways to get free phone numbers online but they but said they're gonna like have systems in place for that who knows yeah um the design so within the context of systems design so you may not have known this but they've used uh, the power of ai to read all your chat Mm. and now they're going to use the power of ai to read all your audio transcriptions if you happen to be someone who is reported uh so in-game comms will be um recorded based on reports uh, a transcript is then going to be pulled and reviewed allegedly by a person, though I presume it's going to be more so machine learning. And then all that information will be, you know, encapsulated within the context of a report and deleted. Um, but the intent here is to um, try to reduce and remove as much toxicity from the game as possible. Uh, considering the amount of toxicity I have seen in chat all along, I don't have any faith that this is actually going to change anything. But presuming it does, the best way you can trigger this is to report in real time. So I'm the type of guy that will report a player after a match. Um, But if you report in real time, it essentially flags the system to capture data for that particular player. I mean, without these systems in play, just opening this game up for free to play, right? Compared to Overwatch 1, if everything was at the same level oh. it would have been way worse so oh yeah no no and i i'm not i'm not knocking no, any I, initiative. I know i know yeah um it might um, sound draconian right the the ai listening to you and guess what you know ever read an end user license agreement you're not entitled to you know be an a-hole towards other players in the oh, games and boy. and, and you're supposed to read that? Of course, of course. Like, and, and I thought you sign. just had to put a, it's just a, it's like a captcha. <laughs> Click this box to prove you're not a robot. Or like mark all the streetlights. Um, that's right. That's right. It's just check the boxes. I'm not a robot. Yay. Mark the, the bicycles or the buses. Yeah. Um, Anyhow. It, it's already wild, widely used. I hope that it brings, you know, better 
uh, uh, communication practices to Overwatch. I'm like you. I have encountered much of it online, unfortunately. Yeah, but who knows? I, I'm the I'm optimistic about it. Let's see. Yeah. Um, there's also the first time user experience. Mm, now this is this is a double edged sword. Um, the first edge is that if you are a new player, you're essentially going to be within a restricted space. It reduces the number of game modes that you're able to play, as well as the number of heroes you can pick from until such time as you've got some experience under your belts. Um, and then as you sort of continue over the course of your gameplay, um, you'll unlock more and more, which they say uh, will happen over the course of approximately 100 matches. The idea ease new players into the game. I don't really have a problem with this. And if you happen to be a new player who's never played this style of game before, it sort of helps in that regard. But I also view the other edge of the sword. It's a barrier to prevent the Smurfs because if you want to Smurf in the competitive scene, you have to go through this because you're creating a new account. You're creating an, I mean, I guess you're not, you have your existing Bnet account in that, but remember you're going to have to attach a phone number to verify. And by the sounds of things, you, you can the same phone number on two accounts. Um, so that's all going to take place. Yeah. Also, um, to be able to get in deterrent. Yeah. To get into competitive, you're going to have to have uh, won 50 quick play matches before competitive. Unlocks. I have a question. Why? If you, what if you never win 50 quick play Oh, matches? and you're like me and you never play competitive. <laughs> Sounds like um, a lot, to be honest, when I think about it. Yeah. Uh, and then as well, um, the idea within this is it's also unlocking other features like chat <laughs> and comms. And Changing your resolution only after you beat 20 <laughs> matches. Yeah. Turn um, on endorse- your audio only after yeah. 12. Uh, endorsements are changing. Now you either get endorsed or you don't. You only get endorsed by your team. Um, which I'll be honest, like I understand what they had wanted to do with endorsements, but its execution was so weird. Like the number of people who get endorsed for like, you know, leadership when, you know, they were just like, Hey everyone, I had fun. Look at my Torb. Do you want my meatballs? (laughs) Okay. That took a twist and turn. I didn't expect you should try my meatballs. Um, so I'm giving it all I got. Uh, and then as well, if you're in competitive, you no longer have the mechanism to go in and, and see the portrait border and say that person good, that person bad. You know, I'm I'm gonna throw nor visible SR, which is kind of interesting as well. Yeah, um, and then there's other stuff that are apparently going under uh, things going yeah. on under the anti cheat to- defense force, which is kind of cool. Yeah, see. which begs the question: Did they not have anti-cheat in the game before this? Yeah, not to to such extent, I guess. Yeah, it's cool um, to see all the effort, right? Um, oh yeah, uh, like it's and this is the thing is like we, it's nice that we're getting it now. I wish we got some of this a while ago, but that's hey. it. We're turning a new page. It's a new game. <laughs> um, we've already sort of heard about um, some of the the sort of changes that are occurring uh within the context of the the game um there are a number of sort of adjustments happening um with heroes um on launch uh there isn't anything that really sort of you know has me say wow that's cool um but um 
I was, I'm trying to think where it was that I read and that we're going to see the introduction of other passives. Um, <clears throat> Outside of the one that I introduced for DPS? Yeah, I thought we were, we were going to see the potential of like a tank passive. And mm. I mean, anyhow, it, but yeah, like the DPS passive, you get kills, become better. Yeah. Which get good uh, to get even gooder. Gooder. Yeah. That's the thing is like, so what you're telling me is the people who are already really good, they're going to be even better on it. <laughs> right. Great. Yeah. Okay. Well, Boost come, the good yeah. ones. Clear the bad ones. Imagine, I, imagine if they introduced like a mechanic where every time you miss a shot, it <laughs> wiggles your mouse even further. <laughs> oh god! Randomizes your sensitivity or something like that. Uh, <laughs> gosh, that would be horrible. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, is there anything else? Um, I mean, my my actual notes for us was that Overwatch two <laughs> stuff, but I yeah. usually go and break it all down. I mean, the game launches on next next week on Tuesday, right? So even my dog's excited. <laughs> I don't know. Can you hear my dog coming through? Because yeah, her aim probably got adjusted mid mid match. <laughs> she got a DPS buff that three picks. <laughs> oh, anywho, um, I'll be playing Overwatch two next week. You'll be playing Overwatch two next week. Oh, yeah. Jordan might be playing Overwatch two next week. We're all going to be playing Overwatch two next week. In fact, if you want to watch. Overwatch 2 action. Go on Twitch right now because it's all Overwatch 2. It won't actually be Overwatch 2 until next week. They eliminated the Overwatch 1 category, uh, I think, today. Yeah. I think Or they, cons- they consolidated yeah, it to Overwatch 2. It's about time they did that. Yeah. But anywho, uh, we'll be back, obviously, again next week, uh, talking a little bit about what the heck went on this weekend, uh, our first uh, few experiences with the Battle ta- uh, battle Pass environment and the new free-to-play game and all the millions and millions of people that will be playing all at the same time. I hope there's Mr. Heroes at launch. Although what I really worry is I'll log in and be like, highlight for us, we, upon evaluation of your account, determine that you are a new user. And I'll, you know, have to win X number of matches to be able to change my resolution. Hmm. I'll just be soldier the whole time. So that what they did is they got rid of like the, the, you know, practice range. And now it's just the new user experience and just practice through the games. Soldier five V five soldier. Imagine you go into competitive and like press W to move forward. (laughs) (laughs) Boink. Yeah. Watch the timer Mm -hmm. at which point you will be back in spawn. Yeah. If you've reached this point of the show, though, and you still haven't slapped that subscribe button in whatever podcast application you are listening to us on, please do so. We would like it. Uh, also, if you haven't taken part in the conversation uh, in RSP Discord, it's discord.io slash readysetpwn. I say this each and every episode. I genuinely wonder if anyone who reaches this point has not yet already joined. Maybe we should actually, we should have all this at the start of the show. And then we can tell the number of people who are listening by one, the joins and then the departures yeah. soon after us. Oh, so they listen. They then didn't like what they heard. And then they hey, even I'm in that discord. <laughs> <laughs> that says something. Sam's still there. That's he true. hasn't been on the show in forever. Yeah. He chimes in from time to time on stuff. He does. Anyhow, um, any sage words of wisdom for uh, our listeners this week? Yeah, with the end of Overwatch 1 around the corner, let's spare a moment of silence to the OG tank duos. The Ryan, Zarya's, 
the Winston Divas, the Orisa Hogs, and finally, Sigma Balls. Oh, that's, that there. They, you know, is that? Do I have to toggle the explicit tag? Like, there no, could have been kids listening. I was just we didn't saying, say the, the, we didn't say earmuffs, earmuffs. The tank duos, man. Like, what are you insinuating here? Oh man. Oh well. You know, you know, I'm a gamer, right? I like I like video games. Um, in fact, my wife has said, you know it's almost an obsession and and there are some that say video games are so much of an obsession that it's ruined their 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 life well gosh darn it i'm so happy i have two more lives <laughs> well i don't think hey. most modern games still have like three lives mechanic or something like that right oh god could you imagine <laughs> well they do some of In them overwatch do. Like imagine that in, like a- yeah like you know tickets like i think battlefield like it, the number it's tickets right mm. and there's technically x number of lives and you die and a or ticket drops away i guess yeah. roguelikes are kind of in that sort of old-fashioned yeah. approach yeah here's a real bad joke for you why can't you blindfold a pokemon let me think on that a little bit mm. why can't you blindfold a pokemon i don't know it'll pikachu yeah, that's a really bad one. <laughs> Told you. Uh, well, we are here at the end. Uh, obviously, uh, look for all of our past episodes at readysetpwn.com. But behalf of uh, the Missing in Action, just didn't show up Jordan at Sir Dr. JM. Nope. Omni at Omni Strife and myself, Chris at Lightforce. Catchphrase. Thank you.